BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Y'all, it is all happening. And by all happening, I mean all of my merch is now happening and live on the shop.dearmedia.com shop. We've got phone cases, hats, cropped hoodies, full-size hoodies, all available. Be sure to check it out. I used to care so much about portraying a perfect life and acting like everything was okay when really things were far from it. I was secretly battling anxiety, depression, and an eating disorder. So it was a lot. I'm Victoria Garrick, former Division I athlete, mental health advocate, and host of RealPod. Every Wednesday, I sit down with celebrities, athletes, entrepreneurs, and more to talk about the inner thoughts and feelings that we're all struggling with. So leave the filters and facetunes at the door and join me on RealPod. Vanderpump Rules to Motherhood and everywhere in between, it's time to catch up with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. everyone welcome back to shenanigans today we are getting into some shenanigans with my girl Teresa judice and the co-host of her new podcast namaste bitches melissa feister how we doing ladies what's Good. up sheena dude we're like neighbors <laughs> Teresa. by the way did you know that word sheena and i literally live and not to sound like a creepster but because you essentially live across from my parents you are oh, one right. seven miles away from me. Wow. Oh, wow. I'm jealous. I want to be where you guys are, like the warm weather. I know. Warm weather. We've got the sunshine, the beach. It's right. so nice. Oh I God. mean, yeah, I keep telling Melissa I'm putting it out in the universe because I feel like I really believe in that. Like, you know, I'm all about the namaste. And in four years, I think I want to be in California because <gasps> I'm going to go off to college. Yeah. So, yeah. And Louis keeps talking about buying a house and he wanted to buy a house in Florida. And I'm like, Florida's no, too. Oh, you don't want to go there. Yeah. So it's so all wait, like, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Would you hop franchises and be on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or OC? Yeah, of course. Why not? Yeah. You would be on Beverly that. Hills. Yeah, but those bitches know how to cut a bitch, I have to say. <laughs> no, <but yeah. laughs> I mean, That's all good. of y'all do. Your girl, Kathy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have to say, yeah, my, our franchise, not me, but there's like a, there's our dirty, they, they play dirty on my franchise also, they do. Yeah. Come yeah, on. I think it's just a housewives thing. I know. You know why it's just that Beverly Hills, just because it's so hot right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, definitely. You know, we were both at BravoCon. Everything was about Beverly Hills because it just finished airing. Yeah, I think it was like part two of the reunion had aired that week and we were still waiting on part three. It was like the first time Kyle and Kathy saw each other since then. Yeah, and it's very crazy over there. Yeah, Yeah. that was really sad to me. I didn't understand all that. And I just watched part three of the reunion and I was like, it was jaw dropping. 
Yeah, I know. I just finished it, too. I was so behind. And I was like, wait, I feel like I didn't finish it. And then, yeah, I still have part three, but all caught up. So how do you ladies know each other? I want to talk about your for real friendship. I love Melissa. I just look, I finally found an amazing in my life. (laughs) See, Sheena, God's good. He really is. Like I'm telling you, God is really good. So if you want something in life, make sure you ask for it. It really does come true. I adore Melissa so much. I love her husband. I love her children. And look, God brought us together. I'm telling you, there's always a season, a reason, a lesson, a blessing, a lifetime. And just like my Louie, she's going to be my lifetime. I love that. Lifetime friendship. We met through Cynthia. Well, all right. Schultz finished telling your story, but we met through um, my friend, Jim, my lawyer and friend, best friend, Jim. Okay. But Melissa will take it away now. I I I didn't even pay her to say that shit. Yeah. So I, oh, by the way, Teresa, I don't know if you know, Sheena was on side piece. Yeah. Yeah. You told me, you told me. Yeah. Yeah. So then that's how Sheena and I met. You know, everybody, you're like, you're like the president. You do. (laughs) There you go. That's exactly what I am. There you go. (laughs) So then I had Teresa's attorney on. Okay. And became like really cool with him. And then I had Mike Hill, Cynthia Bailey's now ex, I had him on through Mike and I keeping in touch. Uh, I met Cynthia and one day Cynthia was like, Hey, the ultimate girls trip premiere is happening here in LA. Mike can't go. Can you be my date? So I was her date and in walks Teresa. And I was like, Oh fuck. Like, how's this going to go? Like, I don't know who this chick is. Right. Like Jim, her attorney was like, I told Teresa you're there. You guys are going to meet. And I'm not just saying this because she's sitting right here in front of us. She, cause other people that were also there weren't the friendliest. Mm-hmm. Teresa and Louie, both of them were phenomenal. Like the second they met me so sweet, so welcoming. So just like, cool. And then we just kind of started talking. And I mean, you know how long this stuff takes. It takes months and months, oh, totally. and months to get like the podcast going and to work out everything. And then finally, months later, six, seven, eight, nine months later, we started. Yeah. I love that, that your co-host's name is Melissa of all names. Yeah. I, <laughs> you know, everybody, everybody, you know, she was just in the hospital. So we had to cancel two of our podcast live events. I know. And everybody thought it was the other Melissa. I'm like, no, it's my co-host, Melissa Feaster. <laughs> it's great. Melissa Feaster. Feaster. Sorry, I said Feister. That's right. I've, I've been called a lot worse, you know. I've been called a lot worse. Yeah, everybody's it's same here. It's my last name different too. And she's a blonde. So she's the blonde. I'm the brunette. You know, we go good together, you know. I love it. It's a yeah. it's a good balance for sure. Yeah. So I actually, Melissa, I'll tell you this. I had a similar story when I first met Teresa, which she probably doesn't even remember. It was my first season of Vanderpump Rules. We were at this big Upfronts event. I had never seen any show on Bravo. I didn't know anything about the network really before becoming a part of it. So I'm at this event. My whole cast, they hated me when the show started. There was only one of them, Tom Sandoval, who was nice to me at the time. The rest of them hate me. They're trying to get me fired. They want nothing to do with me. And I'm just like standing at the bar by myself, so uncomfortable. And uh, these two guys with thick Jersey accents come up to me. They're like, why are you by yourself? Come over, hang out with us. It was your brother, actually, and Richie. And I came over and I met you and Priscilla. And you were so fucking sweet to me. Priscilla literally has done my makeup ever since then. And I just I remember that moment because I didn't know anyone there. And I just became such a fan of you in that moment. Started watching your show and I've never missed an episode since. Oh, I love I love that. That. And I remember, I remember meeting you. I'm like, she's so pretty, you know. And I oh. love, pretty, I love pretty. Like I love all people, but like you know, <laughs> when someone's pretty, I say it. You know, I'm not like I don't get you know envious of them or anything. Like I'm like, she's so pretty, you know. So well, thank you. And we have the best and makeup artist. And I wanted to lick you, but I couldn't. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's later. That's later. No, well, that's the thing. Like that's the thing. Everyone and Teresa and I talk about this all the time. Like everyone just thinks she's like this, like 
table flipping, you know, hothead and mean person, mean person. Yeah. yeah me. No. Like people think and yeah, so, and not. so not true at all. And again, I'm not just saying true. I've told Teresa many of things she probably hasn't want to hear. I don't just sit here and like blow smoke up her ass. You know, she's definitely not that at all when you actually do yeah. talk to her and like it's you so titties you're making me jealous you're making me- i know i'm like oh what am i doing <laughs> this isn't even smart bra this isn't I mean, even sure i like, couldn't find anything your arms look so good your titties look nice i'm like i'm getting jealous I'm here popping, popping. she <laughs> loves them boobies she yeah loves- we gotta show our bodies off right yeah meanwhile <laughs> i'm just sitting here in my merch which you guys can get at shop.dearmedia.com yes <laughs> It's all happening. So cute. Yes. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So, okay, tell me about the new podcast. What made you guys want to start one? How did it come out? Like, come about? Was it easy to come up with the name? Let's go back to the beginning. It was not easy to get it going. It took a long freaking time. And, you know, I- I'm coming from the podcast space where I'm you know, yeah. doing a side piece with a production company. And that took a hot minute to get going. This took even longer, right? And it wasn't even... Teresa was like the end of it. It was all the behind the scenes that I was working on. My husband was working on her attorney. It took a a good minute. And then it was the two of us after we kind of got it going. Then it was the two of us getting going. And you know how long that takes. It's like all like the reps and the practice interviews and this like the everything. And we're always doing it like this. She's in Jersey. I'm in LA. So it's not a lot of in person. And then it's like, okay, we're doing this. We need a cool ass name. Mm-hmm. Teresa and I both try to be namaste. No, I am namaste. You are. I, okay. You are. I try with every ounce of my being to be namaste and we're both cool ass bitches. So we got to throw bitches in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how the name came about. Yeah. Cause Sheena, everyone thinks I'm like, I'm so not namaste. They don't really know the real Teresa. So I figured yeah. from, you know, from listening, if everyone listens to namaste bitches, they will get to know the real Teresa that I am so namaste. I just go with the flow. I'm very easygoing. And I think from talking to me, you know, you could see that already. Oh, I mean, I've known that for years for sure. I, but like, yeah. I, I get a bad rap on, unfortunately, New Jersey Housewives, you know? Well, that's the thing. I mean, when you're on a show, you know, it's produced, it's edited, and you get the version that they want to tell. That's what the beauty is about doing podcasts and YouTube and other outlets is because right. you have the control and the power to put out exactly what you want to put out and for people to get to know that other side of you. So I'm so glad that you started this show so people do get a hear that side that you know we know because we know you but they don't know because they don't right. know thank you and, you know and housewives as Vanderpump rules I mean those two shows are such small parts of your life right your mm-hmm. mom your wife your friend like there's a million other things going on Teresa is so much more than real housewives of freaking New Jersey yeah so it's just like, let's talk about those things. Like, what don't you know? You don't know me. I know that people listening don't know me. And then who is Teresa outside of a reality, crazy drama filled show? Yeah. Well, I do want to talk about that because all three of us are moms. You know, I mean, uh, Teresa, before the show, you know, I mean, you have four beautiful daughters. Melissa, how many kids do you have? I have two, a five and a three-year-old. Five and three. Oh, my God. Okay. I knew they were young, but I couldn't remember. Yeah. And you, baby. Look at you. Yeah. One and a half. I know. So we're all working moms, you know, in entertainment in different forms. Melissa, would you, if your kids wanted to do a reality show, what would you say to them one day? I would say, fuck Yeah. Yeah. My husband, I don't know. My husband, <laughs> my husband sells TV shows. So mm-hmm. he is the one that makes all the magic happen behind the scenes. Yeah. Whereas I want to be, have my face in front of the scenes. And yeah. he's not that type of person. But I mean, yeah, I would, please, my five and three-year-old put on shows. I wish I was as cool, talented, and funny 
as they are. I think they're born for something. Is it like a housewife show? I don't know. Is it something? Sure. A, a thousand percent, I would say yes. Totally. Teresa, yeah. was it a hard decision or was it an easy decision when you started the show to, you know, put your whole life out there, including your kids? Well, it, at first it was hard for me because I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Yeah. So I'm like, is this like a fake thing? Like, I, I didn't I didn't understand it really. And living in New Jersey, it's different. Like there's like no it's like this is New Jersey, like it's suburban, like it's not like you're in California, Sheena, like where you are, like all the stars live there. Yeah. So when you hear about a TV show, you're like, oh my God, then it's real. Like, I was like, what is this? Like, I kept asking around, like everybody else on my cast signed the contract right away. It took me 11 and a half months to sign my contract. Oh, wow. They were chasing me for 11 and a half months. Wow. I guess they saw a star there, you know, the, the, yeah. I guess they a star in me, which I didn't know. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so they didn't leave me alone. And then after a while, like I kept asking Dina about it. And Dina's like, all right, like she didn't even want to talk to me anymore. Cause she's like, you're like, cause I wasn't, I was being indecisive and I wasn't like deciding to do the show or not. So mm-hmm. I was like, I would like wait a few weeks, then I would call her again and be like, what do you think about this? And then after a while, she's like, I don't even want to talk to her anymore. You know, like, and by the way, was- Sheena, she's doing it with three kids. I know. Young kids. Like I was telling you, Sheena, I'm losing my mind trying to work three different jobs with two kids under five. She's do and no help. She was doing it all by herself. Mm-hmm. Three kids under what? Seven, five? Shit. Oh yeah. I mean, Gia, I think was like seven or six. Oh, seven. Wow. Seven. So Gia was seven. And then her and Gabrielle are four years apart. So seven. And then like, what? so she was like four. And then, oh yeah, and Adriano and Melania was three. Yes, wow. I think three, three, four and seven. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. And I remember like doing the show and I heard, then finally I signed the contract and then I signed, Sheena, I signed the contract without showing a lawyer. I signed the contract because mm. Jack, we, I was with Jacqueline and Jack was like, you know what? And she's like, let's just do this. So she called me, she's like, come on, Teresa, sign the contract, right? Let's do this. And I'll be like, I was just like, one day I was just like, all right. And like me and Jack, we were best friends, you know? Yeah. So I, I was like, all right, fine. I just signed the contract and I gave it to her. And she, it, we have video of her putting in the FedEx box. And that was it. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, box. I didn't have a lawyer look at mine the first season either. It was, uh, okay. yeah, it wasn't that crazy. I didn't think of a contract at the time. Wow, I was just like, didn't? Like out there in LA? like Yeah. I was just like, all right, you know, we'll see where this goes. And then after a couple seasons, it was like, I think I do need to have a lawyer kind of look into this because you, I mean, there's so many words and jargon and all of this shit in there. You're like, huh? What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. Let's just sign it. Right? I was so young and it was a TV show and there was a paycheck. And so I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's do it. Dude, but I was enough. hesitant first as well. It's you know, it's crazy. Both of you guys, the OGs. Yeah. I mean, Sheena, most of your cast, you know, a lot of them are gone. Teresa, I mean, is anyone left from your original? No. No. No, look at this. Look at the OG. I'm the only one standing right now. Yeah, I'm the only one standing. Yeah, I think it was because when I met you, I think y'all were maybe in your third season. So I had missed the first season or two. I missed the table flipping live. I had to go back and like watch the old episodes. (laughs) And I was like, wait, this is one of the most iconic scenes that's ever been on Bravo. I need to see what happened. Have you guys seen, um, so you have kids, obviously. Today we were watching Zootopia Plus on Disney Plus. Oh my God, I haven't seen it. Episode two, it's like the real rodents of Rodentia or something. And it is a total spoof on Jersey Housewives. Really? It it was hilarious. They're all standing there. They're holding their cheese the dad of the bride is like the godfather. It's, it's so cute. It's these little shorts on Disney Plus, but it's definitely a housewives spoof. And we were just waiting for one of the little rodents to flip a table and they did it. And I was kind of disappointed. Um, but I heard about that. I it's heard adorable. That. We just watched it this morning. It's so cute. Yeah, I'm going to look it up. Yeah, definitely. 
Okay, speaking of cheese, that reminds me. Let's take a little break because I got to talk to y'all about my new fave food. If y'all have been listening to this show for a while, you know I am obsessed with meal deliveries. My latest obsession is Factor and how this one is different is they don't send you the ingredients to make for yourself. They have everything already cooked, prepared, and made for you. It makes things so much easier at home. Like Brock and I love to cook, but when we're constantly cooking for a toddler, making her meals, sometimes we're too lazy to cook for ourselves. And that's why Factor is the best. They have these individual packaged meals. You just poke a couple holes in the plastic, you chuck it in the microwave for two minutes, and boom, dinner, lunch, breakfast, whatever you want is served. I just had a bomb chicken marsala. I had a chicken olive vodka. It had some vegetables with it. Last night, I had a Fiesta taco bowl. Literally, everything we've gotten is so good. Oh, and Brock had a filet mignon, and it was bomb. They have 34 meals per week, which include Gourmet Plus, Keto, Calorie Smart, Vegan and Veggie, and 36-plus weekly add-ons. So you'll have plenty of nutritious, flavorful options to choose from, especially with the holidays coming up. It's going to be a lot of cooking and a lot of store shopping, all of that, but it doesn't have to be because with Factor, you get these meals where they shop, prep, cook, and deliver to your door. So you can enjoy chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals during the holidays minus the hassle. Right now, you can head to go.factor75.com slash Sheena60 and use code Sheena60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code Sheena60 at go.factor75.com slash Sheena60 to get 60% off your first box. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Teresa, I want to talk about your wedding because you looked absolutely stunning. I need to know how long did the wedding glam and hair take? Thank you. I mean, ditto right back at you. You look stunning. Thanks. Awesome. Um, the hair, literally, I swear to God, it took three and a half hours. And I started so early because I didn't get married till 6.30. So I was like, why do we have to start so early? Not thinking about my hair at all. Just like, I was like, so we did start pretty early. And yeah, just my hair took yeah, three and a half hours. My makeup, I don't even know how long she took on my makeup. Like probably like an hour, hour and a half. You know, Priscilla. Yeah. So the, She's uh, so quick though too. She can do full glam in like 20 minutes. It's crazy. Yeah. But like, yeah, she took three and a half hours to do my hair. And like, I, I, I was dying to do a trial beforehand, but we just didn't have the time. You know, I was yeah. filming for Hustlers in New Jersey. And we kept saying, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. And I just never got a chance to do a trial. But I knew I wanted my hair half up, half down, because you know, because I Louis like I wanted my hair away from my face. Yeah, so I did. And then at first I wanted to do the old Hollywood look, but like Lucia's like, you're not doing that. She's like, everybody their mothers had that had you know has worn their hair like that for the mm-hmm. wedding. I'm like, okay. So then I was just like, all right, I want half up, half down, and my crown was so massive that you know you. My hair couldn't just be like, you know, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Like my hair You needed be, the big hair. Yeah. My hair had to, you know, go a little bit higher than my crown, you know? So, and of course, Jersey, you know, the, high, the higher the hair, the closer to God you are. So, <laughs> yeah. I love and that. And I have to say, after it was done, I mean, like I said, it wasn't planned. It was just the way it was supposed to go. And I really believe that. Like, I looked in the mirror and I was like, I, I, I think I like this, you know? Yeah. And it, it just... The thing is, even if I wanted to change a sheet, there was like no time. Like I had to go. Like oh, I had to yeah, for it. sure. Like that's why I, I didn't even, the, t- the day, you, you know, it flies by so quick. Yeah. But I, I really loved that. I got my picture and I'm, I'm still posting because I haven't posted that much. And um, so I really loved my hair. I mean, the only thing I wish I could have changed my hair for my second dress, but there was like no time. No. Like, there's no, yeah, you don't have th- that much time. Like I changed dresses, but you don't have that much time. So totally. But everything was like perfect. It was such a beautiful day. It was so magical. 
And I can't wait for everyone to see this wedding special. I know. I am so excited to watch it. Okay, so it's not just a part of, is it a part of Real Housewives of New Jersey at all? Or is it just a wedding special? Yeah, it's just a wedding special. So I don't even know the name yet or anything. I can't wait to find out the name. So yeah, so I don't even, yeah. I mean, they're working on it as we speak. So I can't wait to find out. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. So I had a question come in. I sent it to Melissa last night and she's like, you have to ask this. Erica Nicole Borges wants to know, ask Trey, which is heavier, her wedding hair or carrying Joe and Melissa's storyline on the show? Oh my God. Carrying, yeah, the second one, the family thing. I mean, that's real. That I've had to carry that for like over 10 years. Like it's unfortunate. It's so sad. And it's like not the way that, you know, that's when I met you season three. Yeah. And Gina, if it was the other way around, like I would have never, if my brother was on a TV show, I would have never, first of all, I would have never gone behind his back and gone on a TV show, you know, without him knowing, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, because like, I was like talking the thing, this is what happened. Like, listen, there was like, you know, me, I did. I love, I, I love Melissa when my brother first met her. I really did because that, I don't know if you know this. I don't know if a lot of people know this, but it's, when my brother met Melissa, it was his third fiance. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. So it was his third fiance. He called off two weddings before that. The first one, eight months before the second one, a month before. Oh, wow. And the second one, the first one, I had nothing to do with that one, but the second one, the family was really mean to us. So me and my mother were at the bridal shower and I told my brother, I was like, you know, I was like, I was like, you know, they were so mean to us, Joe. I said, you're not going to be happy in this family. So my brother saw, you know, and then I guess he had probably feelings too. I haven't, you know, so I just said that to him and then he called off the wedding a month before the wedding. Oh, wow. So then, yeah. So then he meets Melissa and it, like, and so when he met Melissa, like, and then he kind of like, was like a little bit like, I don't know, it got weird, like, you know, so he, you know, like, I guess people go through stages, like, um, he was sad and stuff. So I only wanted to make him happy, like my mother and I, you know, of course, he, I guess you lose confidence, or I don't know what it was, because like, you know, he was beautiful. It's like, but he went through like, his stages, like, I think that he was probably never going to find anyone. That's not the case. Or maybe and that was the case, too, because I got married. I mm-hmm. was married. So my me and my brother were like, best friends. We really were. We were best friends. When I first got married to Joe, he was over my house every single day. That's how come him and Gia are so close. So when he met Melissa, Gia was three years old. And Gia didn't like, Gia didn't like Melissa. You could ask Gia yourself because I guess Gia thought like Melissa was taking my brother away from her. You know how little kids get jealous? Oh, totally. I was like that with my older cousin. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. that's how Gia didn't like Melissa at first. But, you know, but then whatever, she got over it. And then she ended up being the flower girl on their wedding. But anyway, I was like, whatever makes my brother happy made me happy. So I really, you know, like loving her in the beginning. I I was, I was like, so like my brother loves her. We love her. So we kept our mouth shut. They Mm -hmm. got engaged after five. She moved in after a month. They met, they moved, he met her. She moved in like after a month. And I was just like, wow, that was quick. You know, but we didn't say nothing, you know? They got engaged after five months and then they got married in 10 months. So everything oh, happened wow. so fast. So we so just kept quick. our, yeah. So, you know, so we were happy for, and then afterwards, like, I think everything was good. And then like, she changed, like I, I, I was calling her every day. And then all of a sudden, like after they got married, she wasn't taking my calls in the morning. I was like, you know, like, I guess me calling her in the morning kind of bothered her. I guess you, you know, she's like, your sister. What was your questions, Gina? I'm like lost right now. What was your even question? Oh, so like I'm telling the story a little bit. The whole, the you I After all, I'm like, where, where the hell did we even start with? No, I was trying to give her the little backstory. Yeah, it was the backstory. But we what were, was the, I honestly, well, I don't even remember what the question she was. She was saying okay. how Melissa was Joe's third fiance. That's where it started. Oh, no, no, oh, 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 no. Oh, wait, what was the question? Oh, my God, I can't follow you, girl. Anyway. What was the question, Now I don't remember what the question was. You see, we were, oh, you every day. We just we were talking the about the wedding. Oh, about carrying their storyline. That's where it started. Oh, they went behind your back. 
Yes. Right. So basically, yeah. So then my whole thing is, yeah, they came with a show behind my back, which I think everybody knows now. Have Sheena, have you seen that? Carlos King came forward and he no. said that Heather McDonald has Heather. This is how it all started. Heather McDonald interviewed Carlos King. Okay. He was a producer season one and two. Oh. He's also Atlanta Housewives producer. So Cynthia knows him. Kenya Moore knows him very well. So Heather McDonald interviewed Carlos King and asked him the truth. Like, you know, and he, he admitted the truth. He's like, yes, Teresa's telling the truth that Melissa, she did not know her, you know, her, that her sister-in-law and her cousin Kathy were coming on the show. It was, she was blindsided. Oh, but that's like your sister, like Brock yeah. having a sister interviewing behind your back. And then yeah. all of a sudden you get a phone call from Andy Cohen saying, um, Sheena, your sister-in-law is going to, your sister-in-law and your first cousin is going to be, going to be on Vanderpump rules. You're going to be like, what? What the fuck? I was just talking to them last week yeah. and they, and they were new and, and you told them what was going on on your show. Ooh. That's how it all went down. So wow. like, yeah. And ever since then, I love a good backstory. Yeah. Ever. And then, yeah, but I was trying to say, yeah, ever since then it's been since season three on Sheena. And that's when I started watching. So she's always been on the show since I've watched it. I went back and watched the scene of you flipping the table, but I didn't watch the first full two seasons. So. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's been. And if you watch the first episode of season three, mm-hmm. like the first day we started filming, it's Chris thing. My my nephew's Chris thing. Mm-hmm. That was so bad. like I swear to God, I was so blindsided. Wow. Because I said congratulations. Like and Sheena, this is the thing too now, which everybody doesn't understand. I never watched the show. You know why I didn't watch the show? Not because I was lazy, but I didn't watch the show because it was I thank God I didn't watch the show. Cause mm-hmm. now I'm watching the show and I'm seeing everything that my brother and Melissa said about me and my ex-husband and I'm like mortified. It's like so heartbreaking, so heart-wrenching, so sad that my own family could be talking like this about me. Yeah. So that's why I never watched it. And look, there was a reason why I didn't watch it. Mm -hmm. God was looking over me because if I would have watched it, it would have not been good. It would have upset my parents. Like they were still alive back then. You know, they were alive. I really did keep the peace for my parents. And like now, look, I don't have my parents anymore. And it's like, I'm just like, I'm, I'm like, I'm free now. Like, meaning like I'm done. Like I, I wish them well. Mm-hmm. I wish them like I, happiness in their life. Please just leave me alone. Keep my, my, you know, my name out of their mouth. And that's, it. I just want peace. Yeah. Cause I'm so tired of being dragged through the mud these past 10 years. And a lot of times I just kept my mouth shut to keep the peace. Mm-hmm. And like in her my, my, my sister all lying through her freaking teeth. Yeah. Like lying for 10 years that I knew she was coming on the show. Why would I lie? And now all these people are coming forward and saying the truth. And it's like, look, it took 10 years for the truth to come out. So guys put it out there. The truth always comes out. So don't lie. Yeah. Don't be boning some hoes because we'll find out about that too. <laughs> no, but my thing is, I don't lie. I don't lie. If I got something to say, I tell it to your face. And, to, and if you don't like it, I'm sorry. But that's one thing I don't do. I don't lie. Yeah. Because the truth always does come out. 100%. And totally. I'm sorry I'm very passionate about it because it's your family. It, I totally you know, get it. I can being dragged through the mud for 10 years and yeah. like, but he keeps lying because she knows her word against mine. Mm-hmm. So she was probably like, fuck her. Can I, can I curse? Yeah. Yeah. She was probably like, fuck her. Nobody's going to know the truth because it's her word against mine. And then look, finally, Boom. the truth comes out. And it's like, really, bitch? You, like, you had to say all this all these years? And like, and I'm your family. It's like, how could you do that to family? Mm-hmm. It's so sad. It's really, but like, look, but now I feel like I'm set free. And it's like, and I, th- I know my parents are fine with it. They're probably like, I'm glad she's at peace now because, you know, to be dragged through the mud for all these years, I'm so tired of it, you know? And that's why. I, and then, and, and I'm really happy. I'm like, thank God. I'm like, you know, it's like, I feel like really like a big weight's been lifted off of me. And it's just like, please just leave me alone now, you know? Yeah. Stay in your love bubble, Teresa. 
Yeah, and then you know, I know a lot of people getting like tired of that. Whole I love love. I fucking love it. That's what I captioned our photo from BravoCon. I said love bubble. Because <laughs> like, if anybody has anything negative to say, it's so sad because I know my sister. Veronica, she's the one that said to me when we got together, she's like, you have to protect your love bubble. She's like, you know, and and I was like, you know what? She's right. Because there were people out there trying to burst our love bubble. Mm-hmm. If I would have let that happen. Then I wouldn't have been with Louie. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I, I didn't listen to any of the noise. And I think so you, I think, I don't know if you went through something like that too. Anything with you or no? Was, was the you- timing of Brock and I starting to date, it actually worked out perfectly because we met six months before the pandemic. And then we had an entire year and a half of a relationship off camera. So oh, we had awesome. lived together, been through a miscarriage, my entire pregnancy and the birth of my daughter before we were ever on camera together. So awesome. that for our relationship was a blessing because if we would have been on camera six months into our relationship and for him to have the season that he had as his first season, there's no way he would have stuck around. He would have been like, fuck this. I don't need this shit. Like, it, yeah, that's why none of my other relationships worked out. Cause it was just, it's hard when you're in the spotlight and on a reality show. I mean, it is really hard to, you know, protect that relationship because people are always coming for you. Just gave me the chills because I don't know if you watched the season that Louie came on. Oh yeah. Every single episode. Oh my God. It like, you know, that's why I fucking threw everything on the table on Margaret. Cause I couldn't take it no more. It's like, leave my boyfriend alone. It's like, who are you? It's like, if I'm a grown woman, I like, I, let me get to know him. I don't care what anybody else says. Cause listen, everybody has a different experience with, you know, anybody they date. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you gotta make that determination if you're going to be happy with that person or not, you know, yeah. cause like, listen, I'm sure everybody, you know, goes to, you know, they date somebody, maybe it doesn't work out with that person, but then the next person it works out. Look at my brother. He was engaged twice before. Yeah. It didn't work out with the last Third two. Third time's a charm. Exactly. And then it worked out with Melissa. So it's like, keep your mouth shut. It's like, you know, and that's why I couldn't. And thank God, I'm grateful that Louie didn't say, you know, like, listen, I'm out of here because it was it. we had we had all this outside noise trying to like break us up, which was so sad, you know? Yeah, I had Dolores on my podcast and we were talking about Louie and just saying how him and Brock had similar, you know, first seasons on the show. And Dolores was like, you should probably have Brock reach out to him because they can definitely relate. They're in the same situation. And so Brock had reached out to him on Instagram and then they became friends. Finally, they've met in person. I can't wait to hang out again when you guys are in L.A. this weekend. Yes, and that, I know. I think you, I reached out to Brock. Yeah. Yeah. I know Melissa, because like we said, we are neighbors. Her husband saw Brock walking recently around our neighborhood, yeah. right? I mean, they, we've, we passed. Remember at BravoCon, you guys were yeah. going out. Yeah. And we're taking the car into the, the, to the stage. Yeah. We're like, oh, hey, what's up? But no, I mean, Josh has seen, you know, Josh goes on the street to get his coffee and Sheena and Brock live like right there. And by the way, like I was telling Sheena, you're not going to really miss Brock, right? No. Especially when he has like a little baby. So <laughs> my husband's definitely seen Brock. And it's funny too. I think I told you, Sheena, we were having a notary come over for something. Uh-huh. And I was just hanging up with you. And I came down and I look like, a, like I have like the party up top and like the Josh is like boxers on the bottom because just the fun of the Zoom, right? And I look like ho with my makeup all flashy and whatnot. And I have a mask on. And he's like, what's happening here? I was like, sorry. He's like, you do a podcast? I was like, yeah, I just had a really cool chick. It was fun. And he's like, oh, wait, Bravo? I just went to someone on Bravo. And I did a notar. Like, I didn't get that. They needed something notarized. Do you know, like, a a Sheena? Yeah. Wait, oh, my God. He was the shit. I loved him. He did our prenup. Yes. He was like, <laughs> I actually did it. And I think like they were filming and I was like, you're joking. I literally, literally am sprinting down from just talking to her to notarize my stuff. In That's the garage. so crazy. Yeah. Funny. Teresa. Really, like, do you, yeah. Do you remember the first time you met Brock at BravoCon yes. last year? Yes. Well, we, we, we were getting our makeup done. Yeah. Priscilla, yeah. 
It was so sweet. I had just gotten him into watching Bravo because he had never seen Vanderpump Rules or anything. And so he was like super into Jersey. And I go to get my makeup done. And I mean, it's basically an episode of Real Housewives of New Jersey. Everyone's in there. We're all just like swapping out between hair and makeup. And ever since then, he was like, oh, he's like my Teresa. I'm like, oh, you're Teresa. Oh, okay. I love that. You know, Brock and I have talked a couple of times. Yeah. With the whole like, you know, because I'm also a certified nutritionist and I know everything that Brock was starting yeah. to do. No, so, definitely. Everything with his uh, home body. They're trying to pivot right now and not just focus on live streaming, but also to do training programs, nutrition and all of that. So I'm sure he's going to be in touch with you even more coming up to work together in that. that. I've actually ta- I actually met and talked with him before you. Yeah. Oh, that is right. Oh, my God. I do remember that. Yeah, I so, was talking to him months, I mean, months before you came on yeah. Sidepiece. Yeah. Yeah, so you have another podcast, Sidepiece. That's how we met. And then yeah. I ran into you recently, like you just said, at BravoCon. I want to know, what were your ladies' highlights and low points of BravoCon? Uh, all right, I'll go first. Um, I know, I thought it was all great. Yeah. It really was. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I had a great experience. It was great meeting all the fans. And um, no, I had a I had a really great time. I liked all my outfits. It was, you know, they it was were good. So good. Oh my the god. Only thing, the low point was um again, oh my god. Um, you know, hearing what my brother had to say, you know, that was a low point. Mm-hmm. You know, that that he he um it was watch what happens live and it was the question got asked to Melissa. And I guess if you didn't want to answer the question. Then you could, you know, you have to drink. Oh yeah. And um, so I guess Melissa didn't want to answer the question, so she drank. But then of course my brother takes the stage, you know, as he did, and mm-hmm. answered the question. So, you know, that was a low point for me. Cause it's you know, it's hurtful to yeah. hear some, you know, to hear something negative that, that my own flesh and blood is saying. Yeah, for sure. What about you, Melissa? I mean, it was fun. Listen, I literally started it by well, Tamara rock, walked in and she was like, is that Melissa? You know, you could hear Tamara's voice, right? <laughs> oh, when, yeah. you walk, when you leave. And then as I'm literally starting going into it, that's when you and I and Brock and Josh do the flyby. Mm-hmm. And Brock's like, you guys go scooting by. I'm like, oh, hey, Brock's like, you're good. Like, Wait a second. It was so, <laughs> so Yeah. And then I had, I had like the dopest panel too. I mean, for housewives related. I mean, it was Meredith from Salt Lake City, Dolores, Jersey, Teresa, Louie. It was awesome. Candy. So much fun. Um, yeah, it was awesome. It, it was, was, yeah. Yeah. But Melissa was great, you know, narrating the whole, you know, our segment. Like, yeah, she was one, she was, it comes so easy to her. You know? I love that. Melissa, have fun. you been on Real Housewives? And if not, would you? Uh, I have, well, I don't know. Teresa, what's your bridal shower? Is that Jersey and your wedding? Oh, house? that's or Jersey. Jersey. That was, wait, I don't know if they're going to, no, I think that's going to be both. I no. think that's going to be on, uh, no, cause the, I think that's going to be on New Jersey. Yeah. It's crazy how they're going to split it up. I think, oh, yeah. my, how are they? I think my wedding, I filmed separate things from my wedding, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know, tell you the truth. I don't know if my shower is going to be part of housewives or it's going to be part of the wedding. I don't know. So that was when oh, the week before her bridal shower, which she didn't know about, it was surprise. Fun. I flew out there and we did our photo shoot for Namaste Bitches. Uh-huh. Then I fly back. It was Red Eye Inn. And then that afternoon back to LA. That was the first weekend. Fast forward to the next weekend, Red Eye Inn, go to her surprise bridal shower. She had no idea. And then that night, fly back. And then the third weekend, I flew out with Josh and that was for her wedding. So it was literally three weekends back to back to back. But let her know that my bridal shower got changed, right? Because I got COVID. Oh, duh. That's oh, right. You got no. Oh, shit. You know what? That's why. Because we scheduled the photo shoot and I was going to just say, okay, I'm going back to LA. And then I had my hotel down the street. Yeah. I was going to stay the night, Friday shoot, Saturday bridal shower. I was going to stay the night. This is perfect. I don't have to go back and forth cross country. And then this a-hole goes, <laughs> screws up my plan, gets crowded, <laughs> and we have to push her shower for a week. So I literally was back and forth to LA three different times. That's um, a good friend. It was yeah. 
Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Listen, I would do uh, anything for Teresa. I love her. She's a sister, like the best friend. I mean, I love her. You know, we're not just like podcast host co-host together. Yeah. Like a lot of people just kind of come together and they're like, oh, let's host this together. And then, you know, we'll see what happens. Or like when they throw these housewives on, no one really knows each other. Let's just totally. hope it works. Like we legit, I mean, I've talked to her like 14 times before we even came on to do this today. So it's, it's cool. It's, it's, it's awesome what this has turned into with us. Yeah. I love that. Teresa, how is the new house and how are the girls adjusting to this new lifestyle, you know, with you married to Louie in the new house? Um, the house is great. We've been, I know you got to come over. Yes. I love Beautiful. Beautiful. I would love but that. That's not, well, you know what, Sheena, definitely next time you and Brock are in town, okay. definitely they'll come over. I'll have you guys over for dinner. You know, we'll go around here. Yeah, um, that'd be awesome. Yeah, the baby, oh my God, the baby would love, like, you know, just the backyard and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, my girls would love her to play with her. It's a backyard. I've been living here for a year and it's great that, you know, the the girls are, get along with little, we call him little Louie and they get along great with him. And Nicholas comes and stays with us every other weekend. Okay. He, nice. Louis. Oh, I don't know if you know, Louis's oldest son. Yeah. He's 21. He has autism mm-hmm. and uh, he lives with Louis's ex-wife and stays with us every other weekend. But oh, like the nice. girls are so good with Nicholas. Like, you, you know, as a mom, you never know if you're doing a great job. But yeah. then when you see your kids, how they are just in life, then you're like, oh my God. And you just sit back and you're like, look, and you're like, wow, I guess I did do a good job. You've done an They're- amazing job. You, oh, those you. four girls are incredible. I've only had the pleasure of meeting Gia, but just from watching the show, you can just tell how well they were raised. And I have to say, Gia at BravoCon, oh my God. I'm just like, oh, wow, you're like, you're legal to drink now. Like I've been watching her since she was so young and she was rocking my eyelashes. Priscilla did her glam. She looked incredible. It was so fun to see her be a part of that as well. They're good kids. And and Lil Louie. I mean, Louie too, we've all heard what we've heard, right? Louie is an amazing dad. The other night I'm talking to Teresa and I want to say something to Louie. Louie's like, hold on. I have to go take my tray of food up to my son. Like made him his food, slept it up to his room. Like he's just, he's a really good dad. And Louie is, little Louie is phenomenal. I mean, he's He's like such a gentleman. Yeah. Whoever whoever girl ends up with him is going to be very lucky because like, yeah. So the way he treats me, I know little Louie's going to treat, you know, his girlfriend and wife the same way. Yeah. Um, he's a good teacher. Yeah. I love no, that. No, the same with my girls. Like, they're so good with Nicholas. Like, they're very inclusive. Because, like, you know, this was all new to us, too. Yeah. You know? And even my daughters. But they include him. And I and I love it. And they always say, can I have friends? Or I'm like, well, if you, you know, if Nicholas could be there, then it's all good. And totally. I'm like, of course not, you know? Yeah. Because but- I want Nicholas to feel... And like every time he leaves our house, he's like, he, he tells us, he's like, when he says, dad, when am I coming back? And he's like, Teresa, when am I coming Aww. back? Like he wants to come back, which I love. Yeah. You know, then he's having a good time. Yeah. That he's not, you know, he's not dreading to come here. Yeah. But like he loves doing puzzles and Legos. Like he's so good at it. He finishes them in like so quick. Like I watch him and I'm like, oh my God, he does that so quick. Aw. Yeah. It's just so good. Like the girl's, that they're amazing with him, you know, and, and, I, and you know, he's happy when he comes here. Yeah, of course. So I know you and Louie are going to be out here soon for Dancing with the Stars. And I want to talk about what that experience was like for you. And it was such a bummer that you went home so early. We watched, I, we voted. And then it was like, you're already gone. I'm like, what the hell, man? Yeah, I don't think people are voting for me. You see, I, I guess voted. My, I voted. I guess- my demographic is where they weren't voting. And I was even Pasha was shocked. He's like, wow, he's like, your housewife demographic doesn't vote. And I said, I guess not. And I said, I thought I had like, you know, I thought I had a big following, you know. See, so I, I feel know. like that is the demographic who does vote. That's why, like with Charlie D'Amelio, you know, I mean, she's clearly like the best. I mean, this girl is incredible, yeah, I, you I, know. I think that's my prediction. She's winning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, 21. Like I was saying, this. no, I'm like, she's how 18 or eight. So even better. Oh my God. Yeah. See, this is like, how do you have an 18 year old? She has a big following. I, I know you're right because, 
But I, I feel want- like that demographic isn't the one watching Dancing with the Stars and calling in to vote. I feel like our Bravo demographic is the one. So that's why I was like, I how the hell did I- she go home so soon? But what was the, I'm too short-lived, but what was that experience like? Rehearsals and all of that. Did you have so much fun? I mean, I had, like, I had, I would do it all over again. But Sheena was no joke. It was, it was hard work. Yeah. Like, I, I, first of all, I have no dance experience. So it was really, really hard for me, but I didn't care. And I gave it my all, like, like I was, you know, we were, I was practicing every single day, four hours a day. It was a lot. Like, um, I definitely was missed back, you know, missed at home. Mm -hmm. You know, it it is, it takes a lot of, a lot of time away from yourself. It does. Totally. You know, and especially me, because I don't have any dance experience. Maybe it's easier for someone else that has dance experience, but it was harder for me because I just, it was a lot to put it all together. Yeah. But then I did get it. And then once I got it, I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I felt really confident both dances. Like I had it down pat. Like I felt confident. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got a little distracted. Like the first, I'll be honest, like the first, um, the package, mm-hmm. like when they showed the whole jail thing that, and, and Pasha told me, don't look at the package. Yeah. Then it just puts you in that headspace and then you're about to dance. And so it's like, I didn't like that. And then my second dance was about my dad. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, you know, of course I was my dad. So it was kind of hard, but Pasha did warn me, don't look at the, you know, at the package. And I'm like, it was a little hard. Cause it's you're right here. There. It's right above <laughs> it's you. Alive. Right you know, yeah. But I did feel confident and it was amazing, but I guess it, it was the way it was supposed to go, but I had the best experience. I'm going back for the finale. So I got to learn we're, d- we're doing a group dance. So I got to dance one more time and I Fun. can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I cannot wait to watch that. It's going to be so much fun. I have a couple fan questions to wrap up the episode. And Arlene wants to know, Teresa, what do you use and do to stay looking so radiant and youthful? You look amazing. Oh, I mean, thank you. And everybody was saying how great my skin was looking. And then right after uh, I saw, I got, I got like this stress rash on my face, believe it or not. I guess like after the wedding and everything and, and then dancing with the stars, like, I mean, believe it or not, like season 13, after you guys watch it, you're going to be like, it's jaw dropping. Cause it did really stress me out a lot. Mm-hmm. And I guess the stress came out afterwards on my skin, but thank God it's getting cleared up now, but I'm, I'm pretty simple. I washed my face with like a face wash. Like the one I had in my bathroom was from Lancome and I use Lancome. Yeah, and I use Lancome um, moisturizer, and basically that's it. I, like it's yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess I, I'm happy inside, like with Louis. So maybe that's what comes out—the radiant part of the my love face is just bursting off your face. Right? So, yeah. So you know that part I am grateful for, and that's it. Yeah, but pretty easy. I don't get that many facials, which I you know I, I think facials are great to get. Yeah. But right now going through that stage like it's dry here mm-hmm. i mean i'm winter time so my skin is going through like that it feels like it's like getting dry just because it's cold out yeah i need like more moisturizer that whole thing mm-hmm. melissa so. do you have any beauty tips yeah botox no. same <laughs> that's mine <laughs> well of course that too i mean that, that is my biggest that's secret that's a no that's <laughs> Like 20-year-olds get Botox. Yeah, I've been getting it since I was 25. Yeah. Oh, my God. You Mm -hmm. started early. Well, because our show got picked up. And when we shot our pilot, I didn't have Botox. And I didn't want to be the girl who season two or three, you know, quote, unquote, got work done. So I was like, no, I'm getting Botox before we start filming. And there was like one or two scenes they used from our pilot in the first episode. And my forehead's moving. But up until last season, I've had Botox every single episode. And then last season, I was breastfeeding. So I couldn't have Botox and I would just like do these little tricks and pull my hair tight in certain parts <laughs> to kind of give you that lift. <laughs> oh my God. You don't even need that. Oh, thank you. Letty. I know- wait, I didn't get Botox until after I started the show. Yeah. Because like, I, I didn't, I mean, I don't know. I just didn't, 
you know, well, wasn't in that world. I feel like it was still kind of new back then too. I mean, yeah, it, it wasn't yeah. so big back then, right? No, I feel like I first heard about it because I think Kim Kardashian got it like the second or third season, and then people were like, "Oh my god, she's gotten work done." And I'm like, "Wait, is Botox getting work done?" And then I looked into it, and then when we got our show, I was like, "Oh, I need to get the Botox." I'd rather have resting bitch face than like crazy like Disney expressions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's me actually. <laughs> uh, Letty Maldonado wants to know for both of you, what is something you wish you knew sooner? Uh, wish I knew sooner about anything? Yeah, I guess about anything. Botox? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I wished like I watched the way I looked Sheena in season one compared mm-hmm. to now. I wish I knew how to do my makeup better. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> like, Same. So like makeup has evolved so much. Yeah. Like so crazy. Like it's so it, like if I look at my face, like in when I first started the show compared to now, it's like, I mean, now I know how to do my makeup. Like I, I did not know how to do my makeup back then. And I even think like the whole, even Priscilla did my makeup so different than now. Oh, it's yeah. So crazy. Yeah. Totally. Same here. What is the best piece of advice that you've given your kids and that you want to give them for future? Uh, Be a good person. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter how much you have or what you have or anything like just, it doesn't matter if you have everything, if you're a shit person, then nothing else matters. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the biggest thing that Josh and I always are like, especially here in LA. I mean, you know, Sheena, I mean, you know, too, Teresa, it's just like, it's easy to get caught up in that. I think it's just be a good person, like have a good heart. Yeah. Be a good person. Definitely. Yeah. That's of course that, you know, living your truth. Don't, you know, always believe in yourself. If you want something, strive for it, mm-hmm. you know, don't think you can't do anything like, you know, you could do anything. You put your mind to it and yeah. that's, it. you know, be strong and, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you two ladies are amazing women, amazing mothers. And I'm so thankful we finally got to get yeah. some shenanigans together. New episodes uh, of Namaste Bitches is every Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I don't know when it's coming out. Yep. Every Wednesday, baby. I'm like, this is it. It was so fun. Yeah. It was so Hey, Sheena, how many episodes have you done? Of my podcast? Yeah. How many do you think? Five and a half years, whatever that equals. Oh my wow. God. Isn't that crazy? Teresa, I think our episode seven is coming out. Tina, you've been doing this five and a half years? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I started it. Yeah, it's been, or is it wow, four so and a half or like- five and a half? I think I started this show beginning of 2018. So I'm going on to five years. Wow. I feel like I was doing side piece forever and that's not even two years. Yeah. Oh, I was going to ask you how long, yeah, how long. Time I mean, you? literally we are seven, seven episodes in like that's, that's wow. look at the crazy. Like you going here, we're, we, we haven't even hit double digits yet. Yeah, no, it's crazy. I know I've been doing, this is my third home now for the show, but it's the best one I have loved your media. I started at podcast one where you ladies are and yeah, it's been a fun journey for sure. Teresa, is there any, I know, I know how it is with Bravo. Obviously we're in the same kind of job, but is there any tea you can give us for the upcoming season? Oh, for me? Yeah. Well, I kind of did. I did already. I told you the season 13. It was hard season for me again. It's like I can't wait to get an easy season. Your yeah. wedding special will yeah. be nice and easy. Yeah, That'll yeah. Be- no, the I'm excited for the wedding special. That's the first time since season one and two that I've actually enjoyed being on television. I mean, I did enjoy. I didn't. I didn't even enjoy Ultimate Girls Trip because that came up again. Mm-hmm. You know, family thing. So I've I enjoyed Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. That was like the best. That was fun. But again, you know. But it's like, yeah, it was it was just stressful because like this was like the time in my life that I'm like, oh my god, I find you know like there was you know the was at the end of the rainbow, you know there's wait, 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 how does it go? Um, gold? No, I don't know what I was trying to say. Well, I, yeah, no, I know what you're trying to say. Now I'm trying to think. Like finally, I you know I got that. Yeah, that 
There's like you won. I, you win. Yeah. The there's a rainbow. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The yeah. light at the end of the tunnel. Right. I'm fine. I'm so happy. And like everything's amazing in my life. And then my only family members are like giving me a hard time. Like it's just, it's just mind blowing. Yeah. Blowing. It really is. It's just very sad, everything. So that's the only thing that was hard for me because like you don't mind finding with a stranger, mm-hmm. but when it's a family, like that's like, ugh, that's like that's not something that I want to do. I've never wanted to do that. I wish everybody could have I mean, you guys you see my parents, Sheena, you yeah. solo type you you, you could kind of tell how we were raised. Totally. We were raised like so close. And unfortunately, I guess and when I say fame and money ruined my family. Meaning it's, it's, it's that my, you know, my brother and Melissa wanted to become famous. And I guess they'll, they would, you know, they, they didn't mind throwing me under the bus to become famous. And the money is that they like the paycheck. Mm-hmm. So that's why I want to clear that. Cause when I say fame and money ruined my family, it was like that. That's I'm, I'm explaining it. So do you understand what I'm saying yeah, now? No, totally. That, some people, I don't think they get it. It was like this, you know, like I started this TV show and it's like, imagine your your brother and your sister-in-law come start working on your, at your job and you didn't even know about it. And then they start saying these nasty things to you that you're like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. And then why should you leave your job when that was your job? No, totally. And that's, that, see, that's where I was then. It's like, so why should I step away from my job when this was my job? Yeah, no, you shouldn't have. And I mean, you make the show. You are a fucking star. Everyone knows it who watches the show. Andy Cohen knows it. This is, I mean, you're the reason the show has been on for so long. When you weren't on it, there was no show. Let's let's remember that. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, I know. Thank you. I know that was, I mean, I was was honored for that. There was a really long pause that there was no Jersey because Teresa wasn't available to film. I was honored for that. And like, I'm I'm so grateful, you know? Yeah. That's it. So I can't, you know, I'm not looking forward to season 13 because of course I got to relive everything. But I am looking forward to my wedding. I want to see it too, because you know, I'm sure- I missed some stuff because I was taking pictures. Totally. So I can't wait to see, you know, everything that, you know, that they filmed. And like, I was excited about that. Yeah. And I did it for the fan, Sheena, because I wasn't sure if I was going to film it. And then people are like, you, and then I was thinking, I was like, even a lot of people say, you can't let your fans down. They want to see your happy ending, but it's not my, it's not my ending. It's my new beginning. Awesome. Yes. So my happy ending to a new beginning. Totally. It's your fairy tale. And I cannot wait to watch it. Yeah, and yeah, we're awesome. Yeah, but, Teresa, you know she but, can't talk about anything. But finally, when the stuff starts freaking airing, because you know how it is, Sheena, like yeah. you can't say anything. Yeah. So when the stuff starts airing, we can finally freaking talk about it too. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll talk. Listen, um, I'm gonna, Namaste. Yeah. Like we'll talk about it obviously in our show too. I just don't want our Namaste bitches to be. That's all we talk about is housewives. Like I yeah. want to talk about real life. Yeah. Like what's really going on. And like, you know, Melissa's life, my life, because then, you know, and I, I think that's a good thing talking about everything because then other people could relate to us mm-hmm. right. and, and then they could write in, ask us questions. They could teach us something that I'm like, oh, my God, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, you know, like I love and I love going on other people's podcasts. And then eventually we're going to have people on our podcast because like, it's great. Like, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's, I love that. I love it. I really do. Therapeutic. Definitely. Yeah, no, it really is. And like, I used to be the type that I used to not want to, sh- I never would ask questions because I don't know why I just didn't. And she doesn't and- like to talk. But- no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my point is sometimes like when I think it's a good thing to ask questions or if you don't know something, because then like, then you could get the answer from somebody else mm-hmm. or somebody insight. Exactly. Learn. Because like when we were going through our legal stuff, we kept it all hush hush because that's what our lawyers told us to do. And I wish we would have talked about it more because if other, you know, so many other people go through legal stuff and they could have guided us in a better direction. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like that's, you know, because it's, it's, it's good learning. Totally. Good learning. Yes. So it's like, you know, I'm just saying, don't, it's good to share because you always, you know, you could find out something that you didn't know. I agree. Okay. And that's the beauty about 
our job is when, you know, we're all going through similar life experiences. Ours are just on a public platform. But if by sharing our story, we're able to help even one person, I think we're doing a great fucking job. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, awesome. I don't know so how we did this. We did it. We got into shenanigans with the namaste bitches. Teresa, Melissa, thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to see y'all soon in L.A., and like I said, new episodes of Namaste Bitches every Wednesday. Check them out. Thanks, ladies. Thanks. I love, I, love, I love your podcast name too, Sheena. Thanks. I came up with it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Thanks. I'm strong, baby. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Do you want it? Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.